there. Paige Browning here from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle with the wrap on today's top stories. It's Thursday, December 14th. on verdict watch for tomorrow in the trial of three Tacoma police officers who are charged with killing Manny Ellis in 2020. The jury deliberated today, then broke for the night at about four o'clock. Police beat and shocked Ellis with a stun gun during a struggle. Before Ellis died, he said several times he couldn't breathe. Lawyers for the officers claim his death was the result of meth use, but prosecutors alleged the officer's use of force killed Ellis. Big news in schools today. None are going to close next year in Seattle. But as Sammy West reports, parents still want a voice in upcoming budget cuts. Seattle schools are facing a $105 million budget shortfall. Superintendent Brent Jones says besides school closures, nothing is off the table. Possible solutions are loans, staffing cuts, larger class sizes, and other programming changes. Parents like Alex Wakeman-Rouse want input. The resolution directs the district to explore steep cuts, many of which will have significant student-facing impacts. But there's nothing in this resolution language that directs the district to regularly and authentically engage students, families, and school communities. Wakeman Rouse spoke at Wednesday's school board meeting on behalf of All Together for Seattle Schools. It's a new citywide parent advocacy group that's urging the district to build the budget alongside the community. The district's next budget update is slated for January. Sammy West, KUOW News. Also in schools, the U.S. Department of Education is investigating six more universities for alleged campus discrimination. And they include the University of Washington and Whitman College in Walla Walla. The department did not say why the schools are under review, but 21 out of 29 college investigations this year have come in the wake of the Hamas attack on Israel and student and professor activities in its wake. It's a very big day for Northwest tribes. After decades of courtroom drama, a document leak, and years of negotiations, federal officials today agreed with the tribes. They'll now study together how to replace the Lower Snake River dams. Correspondent Courtney Flatt has the story. This historic and much-anticipated agreement won't ensure the removal of the four Lower Snake River dams in southeastern Washington, but it will help tribes restore salmon and build up to 3 gigawatts of carbon-free energy. That could replace energy supplied by the dams. The studies will provide Congress with information on replacing transportation, irrigation, and recreational benefits from the dams. Here's Yakima Nation Chairman Gerald Lewis. This new era of energy development is an opportunity to do better. The agreement will also pause any further litigation for at least five years. I'm Courtney Flatt. Some dogs in Washington are catching a cough this winter, and with news about a virus swirling, many owners are pulling their pets from boarding over the holidays. Casey Martin has the news from the ground today. Peter O'Neill owns Seattle Dog Boarding. This is supposed to be his busy time of the year as people go out of town, but not this winter. Oh, this morning we only have maybe three in daycare this morning. Some dogs in Oregon and other states have recently caught what veterinarians call an atypical form of kennel cough. So far, the four confirmed cases in Washington were treated successfully. Still, O'Neill says pet owners are being extra careful. Parents have asked if they could 
use their stave in spring or in a couple months when we all know what's causing this. And we don't blame parents at all. Whatever we can do to keep dogs safe. Health officials remind people to get their dogs vaccinated and keep up on booster shots. Casey Martin, KUOW News. Let's run through a few more news stories today. Another person has died from the flu in Washington state. A woman in Pierce County died on December 2nd. And now at least five people have died this season in Washington state. Both of the college students hospitalized with suspected carbon monoxide poisoning have been discharged. They were sickened Monday night at Evergreen State College. Their classmate, Jonathan Rodriguez, died. The Washington State Patrol is investigating. We're one week away from the winter solstice now, and forecasters say this is an El Nino winter, so expect warmer and drier conditions. The Cinerama just reopened. That's not what it's called. It's Civ Cinema downtown. Owners cut the grand reopening ribbon today and will show the first film tonight, Wonka. And a whiskey note tonight. A Seattle-made whiskey has claimed the title of the third most exciting whiskey of 2023. The publication Whiskey Advocate gave that ranking to Westland Distillery's single malt Garyana Edition 8. It's named for the Gary Oak. The KUOW Newsroom and this show is free and accessible to everyone because of the support of listeners like you. It is your listening and donations from people in this region that have made it possible for us to put out this show every weekday since June. Thank you for your incredible support. We really thank you this time of year. With 2024 in sight, we hope you'll make a year-end gift to help us start the new year from a place of strength. There's a link in the show notes to donate. And that's a wrap from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst. And I'm Paige Browning. We'll be back tomorrow with one of our final shows of the year. See ya.